It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, DC and Hoops fans everywhere? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bulls Forever writer Ben Mahetch and myself. Anthony Cedardino, we are your hosts, and you are now locked on Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball. Thank you all, whoever is listening out there, for tuning in whenever and wherever you may, may be making the show a part of your day. Make sure to go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. Also, go uh, go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. We'll be going over the Washington Wizards' latest win against the Indiana Pacers. We'll also be going over another monster night from Russell Westbrook and some negative comments from ESPN's Stephen A. Smith on Russ and more on the Wizards' amazing turnaround this season. But before we get into all that, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Lockdown Rooms, Locker Room. Changing the way we talk sports. It was an amazing night for the Washington Wizards against the Indiana Pacers as the Pacers were a game and a half up on the Wizards in the standings as they held that nine spot. They still are in control of that nine spot. The Washington Wizards came out and beat the Indiana Pacers 154 to 141. It was a, an amazing show the entire game. The Wizards held on. And really, really did. Um, they dominated every quarter of play. And I enjoyed every second of it. Ben, let's get right into it, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Beautiful Tuesday ahead of us. The Wizards are now a half game out from that from that nine spot. They have their they have their playing spot secure. Indiana does too, it seems like, with with Chicago and Toronto um shagging behind them. Uh three three plus games out so Ben 
This was a huge win in my mind. I want to get your thoughts. Huge game from Russ. Another great game from Brad. Rui came in and, and, and dropped almost 30. And the entire bench for Washington played outstanding. Um, one, maybe one of the best games for contribution as a team. And uh, we would love to get your your take on this. We hope you're doing well, my man. How you doing and, and what's going on? How, how do we feel about this game? How do we feel about Russ, huh? Anthony, uh, what the hell did we just watch for the for that two and a half hours? I mean, I've been covering this team for a really, really long time since since the Jan Vesely draft, so 2011. Um, this is probably the best. Maybe this is recency bias because it just happened, and I'll get some angry tweets at me. But this might be the best individual performance from from a basketball player in Washington D.C. that I've seen in the last ten years. That's how incredible Russell Westbrook was on Monday. 14 points, 20 rebounds, 24 assists, just six turnovers. The Wizards set a record, uh, the most assists with 50 since 1999. Players in double figures. If Hal Neto scored just one more point, every single player who touched the floor would have scored in double figures. The Wizards played like they were from a different planet, scored over 80 points in the first half. Just absolutely incredible. I'm honestly speechless at the performance that Russell Westbrook had. He revealed that he played with a quad injury or a torn quad. We'll get into that a little bit later, but it just goes to show that Russell Westbrook is still an all-NBA, if not MVP type of player. The Wizards have won 11 of their last 13. If you're telling me that Russell Westbrook hasn't been their best player over those last 13 games, I'm telling you that you're wrong. Russell Westbrook has been incredible. He deserves an apology from not only me, but many of the people who covered the league, who covered the Washington Wizards, who, who doubted him earlier in the year, who didn't understand the severity of, of his injury because it just it wasn't revealed. And, and look, Russell Westbrook has been phenomenal. I mean, the Wizards were incredible on Monday, and it was in large part, if not totally because of Russell Westbrook, just took eight shots, but absolutely dominated in every way, shape, and form. Scott Brooks called him the second best point guard of all time after the game. I understand there's going to be arguments between that, but he's that good. He's in that conversation. Russell Westbrook is that good. This is going to be, spoiler alert, a Russell Westbrook-centric podcast because he's creating history in Washington, D.C., and if you've been a Washington Wizards fan for as long as I've covered the team or just period over the last 5 to 10, 15, 20 years, whatever the case may be, there haven't been many players that have strolled through the Verizon Center or the Capital One Arena that have been at Russell Westbrook's caliber. So witness history, appreciate it, because that's what Russell Westbrook does night in and night out. Just absolutely incredible on Monday night. Incredible. Speechless. Truly, there aren't words that you can use to describe how absolutely phenomenal he was on Monday. Ben, I agree a hundred percent with you and it's it, it was amazing it, and every night and i we were talking about this before before the show as well and i was just telling ben that it's just so remarkable to to watch every game what brad and russ and this this um this team can can really do obviously the superstars on this team just make your head spin every night in and night out they just are able to do things that are i mean exceed your expectations always and that's exactly what russell westbrook did tonight ben 14 points 
24 assists, 21 rebounds. That's a career high in rebounds. And what's amazing is that he didn't even break a franchise record with his assists. Um, he he tied the franchise record for for Washington Wizards, Washington Bullets players, and um and Ben, it was absolutely remarkable. And I love that you brought that up that that he has not. I mean, he's not fixated on scoring. A lot of people bring up, a lot of people hate on Russell Westbrook for, for, for being this type of uh, detrimental offensive piece. Ben, he ended the the first half with eight points. He ended the three quarters of play with ten points. And obviously, like I just said, he ended the game with 14 points and, and he was the entire game. He was not looking to score whatsoever. All he was doing was looking to involve his teammates, looking to involve his entire team and to try and get so that, that type of flow for his team. And, and as the floor general general that he is, Ben, he succeeded on, on, on every level tonight, every quarter they won, every second they won. They they won this game, really. I mean, I I know that the in, the Indiana Pacers scored more in the fourth quarter than the Wizards, but still, Ben, they every second of this game they were dominant. They were just dominating, and the Indiana Pacers didn't did not, they didn't even play bad. They shot really well. Um, most of their players showed up. They have I think they have eight or nine players that that score and that scored in double digits. Ben, this is what superstars when they are when they can really go to that next level, when they, when, when they find that in their game where they, where they know what to do, exactly what to do to propel their team to win in, in a very convincing win against a team that is also scratching and clawing for, for these playing games, for, for their playing seed. And Russell Westbrook has not only been um, one of the best players um, on this team, if not the best player on, on this team in the past month, no, that's notice disrespect to, to, to Brad. Ben, he has been one of the best players in the league, uh, really the second half of the of the season. And I I have no doubt about that in my mind. It's just it's remarkable watching what he does every single night. 24 assists, 21 rebounds. You and I you, we talk about this. We, we we were we called each other while it was happening, and you and I we still weren't surprised just because this is what Russell Westbrook does. And this is why people are so they're, they're taking him for granted. This is exactly why people take him for granted, because this is what I mean. He, he puts up these crazy numbers and people say like stat pad, this stat pad, that not another person on the planet could do what this man does. And it's an absolute pleasure to watch it. Ben, this win was amazing. Over 150 points for the Washington Wizards. It's just this is what we talked about all since episode one. Ben, we have been talking about what an offensive just juggernaut this team is. And games like tonight, nights like this, they they show it. And one and their second, their first or second best player in Russ didn't even need to score that much to show that. So Ben, it, it was a beautiful win, one of their best wins of the season, and they are on a great roll right now. They they couldn't be in a better spot right now, coming coming closer to, to playoff time. I'm I'm just so happy uh, to see Russ this happy. And in, in the post game interviews, it was amazing just to see him. So happy. And in in a a lot of seasons, the past 11 years, you haven't seen Russ very happy during the regular season, close to playoff time. He's very, very, very serious and very just, um, you know, um, ready for the moment, not trying to show any sort of emotion. Ben, tonight, 
He was smiling. He was laughing. It was amazing watching him have interactions with the other journalists and, and other media members. It, it, it's always amazing seeing a guy like that, you know, have that sort of mood because he deserves it. He's one of these guys who works as hard as, you know, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, anyone else in the league, these, the greatest players on the planet. And, and he doesn't look too happy all the time. And maybe to us, that doesn't matter much. That That's probably a, a small part of his life. But it's so, so refreshing to see him um, be happy after a great one like that, be happy after a great, you know, individual performance like this and and be happy for his teammates. And, and we know that that's what Russ cares about most. So, so man, I I mean, as a fan, as as someone who, who works in basketball with, with you, Ben, I, I could not be happier for Russell Westbrook and the Washington Wizards right now. It's, th- this was amazing to see. It's amazing what a little bit of winning can do, right? Uh, it's it's crazy how the outlook of the entire franchise has shifted over the last month and a half, two months, whatever it's been. Uh, Russell Westbrook has been a huge part of that. He called himself the best playmaker in the league after Monday's win. And I think if anybody watched Monday's game, um, you'd be hard-pressed to, to challenge that idea. I mean, he's been uh, one of the most surprising things about Westbrook, just having covered him. From an outsider's point of view, everybody understood how versatile he is and how incredibly dominant he was, but I didn't realize how great of a passer he was, and he showed that on Monday, that he is really one of the best passers in the league, too, and it's elevated the Wizards in, in a way that I don't think anybody expected, Anthony, but let's dig a little deeper in Russell Westbrook and, and his place in history and, and really how he compares to Allen Iverson after some controversial comments from Stephen A. Smith, we hate that we're talking about it, but Russell Westbrook's in the news again, so we got to cover it. But before we do that, we let you know that this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. It's the perfect place to join conversations about the league. You'll join fans just like us and yourselves for watch parties, debates, and post-game breakdowns. You can even find Lockdown hosts across NBA, MLB, and the NHL. We'll be joining the app soon, so go ahead and get started, and we'll meet you there. Go download the Locker Room app currently on all iOS devices. Create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NBA group for the latest league updates. You'll find a ton of incredible rooms. It's Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Anthony, let's get into it. Stephen A. Smith, he's he's talked a lot about Russell Westbrook this season, but not in the most kind or pleasant or or historically appreciative ways as, as we have. I don't think, with all due respect to Stephen A. Smith, that he's watched very many Washington Wizards games, haven't played on national TV. He's a busy man talking and making money off his hot takes. I imagine he's not watching the Wizards on a, on a 7 p.m. on a Monday night. That's just my guess. 
Um, so I'm just gonna let you take this away, but this is your this is this is near and dear to your heart, given how how passionate you are about Russell Westbrook and his place in history. So I'll let you take this away. Wow, Anthony, wow, wow. Give us an update on what Stephen A. Smith said with regards to his comments on AI, Russ, and everything of the like. So according to Ben, I am Russell Westbrook's biggest fan. I that, that's what it is. And you know what? I'm you proud of it. Payroll, and I, I I'm know. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. And if I'm on his payroll, someone needs to tell me because my bank account is not growing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Ben. Yes. So Stephen A. Smith um, of ESPN's first take. He's he's one of the most listened to analysts of all time. He's one of the most popular analysts of all time. Journalists, whatever you may um, um, know him as. And yes, on first take on ESPN's first take, him, Max Kellerman and and um, Kendrick Perkins, also a newer ESPN analyst, old NBA vet. They had a conversation about. Comparing Russell Westbrook and and Allen Iverson's career, and Stephen A. Smith, he's a big, big Allen Iverson fan. Obviously, he covered Allen Iverson for for 10, 15 years of all, you know, pr- pretty much his entire career. They were very, very close friends when he was, um, when Allen Iverson was was uh, playing in the NBA, and Allen Iverson had a tremendous career. Hall of Fame career. I'm going to do what ES, what, what Stephen A does right now. Stephen A always builds builds people up before they tear them down. And I don't want to sound like I'm ever tearing Allen Iverson down, but 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 yes, Allen Iverson, Hall of Fame career, 11 time All Star. I mean, four time scoring champion, three time steals champion. This this guy. I mean, he he has like a career. I think it's 27 points per game. It's un, it, it's unbelievable. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. And he 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 he's had an, a, a tremendous career. And and Ben, him, and Russell Westbrook have had kind of similar careers, at that, which is not like the craziest comparison. It's just not. This is not what the segment's about. This is the segment is is about what Stephen A. Smith said about Russell Westbrook. So this is we'll get right into it and um, just we'll let you guys know exactly what Stephen A. said. The, the 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 clip of Stephen A. talking to Kendrick Perkins about comparing Allen Iverson and Russell Westbrook. It starts out with with praising Allen Iverson, talking about how you know you know Russell Westbrook cannot hold a candle to Allen Iverson as an offensive presence, as an offensive player, whatever it is, and that Allen Iverson carried Philadelphia. That's not that's not a stretch at all. He did. Allen Iverson was absolutely tremendous in Philadelphia. Stephen A. goes on to say that during Allen Iverson's career, the majority of his career, the, the prime of his career, it was a man's game compared to today's game, which is now more soft in Stephen A.'s eye, right? Um, how roughs call fouls, how, um, I mean, obviously when Allen Iverson was young, hand checking was a thing. Um, uh, really a few years after that, it, it um, the defensive rules changed and that was not um, the reality. But Ben, he also goes on to say that Allen Iverson also played 45 plus minutes um, averaging in the playoffs. He has a career 20, 29 points per game in the playoffs um, and, and praises Allen Iverson for really just his offensive, um, you know, star power and, and just what he did as, as a single player on a team that really had nothing. And, and, and that is, he's hundred percent right. There's nothing wrong with what Allen Iverson, what Stephen A. Smith said about Allen Iverson at all in those takes, because they are all true. 
And then he brings it to Kendrick Perkins and says, he says, KP, he calls him KP. I love that. He says, we need to stop acting like we are all hating on Russell Westbrook. And Stephen A says that if you're on ESPN, if you're a member of the media, if you are someone talking to the public about basketball, about Russell Westbrook, you are perceived as hating Russell Westbrook. You are perceived as hating him because you are stating facts. And he says, stating facts is not hating on, on someone, right? And then he goes into the teammates that Allen Iverson and, and Russell Westbrook have. He says, then, then, then he says, Allen Iverson never had a team like Kevin Durant. And Ben, you and, you and I both know that is so right. That is very, very correct, yes. Allen Iverson has never had a teammate like James Harden. He's never had a teammate like Victor Oladipo, he says. He's never had a teammate like Paul George, he says. He's never had a teammate like Serge Ibaka. And then he also, and then he brings up James Harden again because Russell Westbrook played with, J- with James Harden in Houston um, after their stint in, in um, OKC, the two years they spent together. When, when they were very young. Ben, during this, during this, um, this video with Stephen A., Kendrick Perkins, and Max Kellerman, Stephen A. forgot that, that Russell Westbrook made it to an NBA Finals. He brought up that Allen Iverson went to an NBA Finals and then said, we are all forgetting one thing. Russell Westbrook never went to a Finals. Max Kellerman and Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins, they, they corrected him, and he was like, oh, no, 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 no yes, yes, you are right. But he went when he was a baby, discrediting it, discrediting it, right? He did. Russ went to his first, to his only finals at age 23 in 2012. Allen Iverson went to his, his only finals at age 25 against the Lakers. Actually, he was 26. He had just turned 26 in June. And... Stephen A. Stephen A. argues that that Allen Iverson has had has had a much better career because he exceeded expectations coming into the league after his entire career because of the type of players he played against the type of the type of players that he did not play with and that is why and from from, from what that he he did offensively. In the playoffs, that is why he exceeded expectations. Allen Iverson is a first overall pick out of Georgetown. He's got a career average over 20, 26, 27. And he has everything that I just listed. Yes, of course he exceeded expectations. He panned out. There's no bust about Allen Iverson. But then he goes on to Russell Westbrook, Ben. And this is what he said. He said, because of the players, Russell played against one can argue he came up short with the expectations that were given Stephen A. Smith said that that Allen Iverson exceeded expectations and Russell Westbrook did not because of the players that he played against and the players that he played with hurt him for his expectations now Ben Saying all that, I know this has been like really long so far, but but Russell Westbrook, um, he just had his 178th career triple double. Only two guys have ever done it before. 
So I'm guessing Stephen A. thought that we all expected that to happen, right? You know, Russell Westbrook made a finals run at age 23 with a bunch of with a bunch of other bad, bad cats. Young, young cats. KD, Harden, Serge, all those cats. Great, great team. I get that. But again, great teams make great runs together. Allen Iverson made a great run with Dikemi Mutombo and a lot of other great defensive pieces. He just that, That's just the truth of it, right? They both won one game each in that, in that finals run. Allen Iverson won a, a, a great game against the, the Los Angeles Lakers in game one. Russ, KD, and Harden, they won one game against the Heatles. Ron, Bosch, D. Wade, I mean, both tremendous, unbel- I mean, like timeless teams we're talking about, right? That was, and that was Allen Iverson's longest run. That was Russell Westbrook's longest run so far for, for both their careers. Russell Westbrook ended up making it to, to four conference runs, conference finals runs. So he, he has been, so after that year, he was able to make it to three more Western conference finals. Allen Iverson has only made it to one conference finals the, the year that he went to the, to the finals in 01. They both won one MVP. Ben, their accolades are are unbelievable. Actually, they're both they both won the All Star MVP twice. Russ is a nine time All Star. Allen Iverson's an eleven time All Star. Russ is an all time NBA. Allen Iverson's seven all time NBA. Allen Iverson has four scoring titles. Russ has two scoring titles. Russ has two assist champ uh, assist titles. Allen Iverson has three steals titles. Allen Iverson has played 12 seasons. He did play 12 seasons, and, and, and Russ played 11. It is in his 11th season right now. Ben, it, they are so identical, and I never want to come off like I'm, I'm sitting here bashing Allen Iverson or some other great Hall of Famer because, to tell you the truth, we have so much to go over because, because Stephen A. did bash a lot of he, – he bashed a lot of Hall of Famers, whether he wants to, to believe that or not. He just did. He 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 said that that Allen Iverson never had the teammates that that Russ had, but I mean Allen Iverson played with with Hall of Fame Carmelo Anthony at his peak in Denver. Played with Hall of Fame Dikembe Mutombo during their finals run. It's and and I know the list is not as long as Russell Westbrook, but but again when we talk about that OKC team, the three years, the three or four years that they drafted that that front office drafted. I don't think in sports history there have ever been three, three of that great players picked back to back to back to back, all in their prime all at once. Three MVP caliber caliber players, three players that that are going to go on and carry this league, help help carry this league. So so Ben again, that's not Russ's fault, and he did say that. It's just it hurts me. And the reason why we're talking about this, it just it kills me to, to, to sit up there and, and see a guy like Stephen A, who who millions and millions and millions of people every day watch. He's one of the most popular, popular an- analysts of all time. To sit to sit there and, and hear him say that Russell Westbrook has not exceeded his expectations, being picked fourth overall out of UCLA, not being the main option while he was in college, Kevin Love being that option. Ben, for someone to sit up there and say that he has not exceeded expectations, that's that is completely. I I I mean, it, it makes me it makes me angry 
And I don't want to like, you know, say anything crazy, but it's just, it just makes me, it, it, it is, it, it's upsetting to hear someone of his stature, someone who puts the time that we put in more tremendous, tremendously more, more time than we put in that. And he says, and they say things like this. And it's, it's just, it's, it's upsetting because it's, it's completely not true. And, and Russell Westbrook, Obviously, we hope you. We hope he listens to the show. We don't think he does. I mean, my God, if he if he does, you know, we love the support. But he's a busy guy. Ben, he has exceeded miles, mountains, mountains. He has just exceeded expectations. He is. He's three triple doubles away from passing one one of the greatest players to ever grace the court. And now he and he is one of those players, Ben. He is the most athletic point guard of all time, best rebounding point guard of all time, one of the best specimens this game has ever seen, one of one of the most athletic athletes, sport, not just basketball, I'm talking about all of sports, has ever seen. Russell Westbrook has exceeded all expectations. I want to make that very, very clear. That is my opinion. I know Stephen A can have his, but in my opinion, there is not one thing out there that anyone can ever say to me that hey oh he was supposed to be do he was supposed to be much better at this. Russell Westbrook was supposed to be much greater at this. And if you want to say that's winning an NBA championship sure, but again, no one's guaranteed an NBA championship even if they're a first overall pick Ben, even if they're a Zion Williamson or a LeBron James and we know LeBron has four but still nothing's guaranteed man and LeBron had to fight for his. Right? Everyone has got to fight. Everyone fights for him, right? Unless you're put in a great, uh, in a crazy great situation. So if if the world, if all his haters want to get on him about about his championship flaws, quote unquote championship flaws, whatever that may be, then sure. But Ben, in my mind, Russell Westbrook has exceeded every expectation ever even uttered before he he steps on an NBA court. I don't want to get I don't want to get too carried away which I probably already did but Ben, I want to get your take. Please please give give us all of your your insight on this because this this is frustrating to hear especially from people that that cover and, and watch and and stay tuned with the Wizards every single day to to someone that that compared to someone like Stephen A who probably watches them once every time he hears Russell Westbrook has 20 assists. I mean that that's just that's just the reality of it all. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's some fatal flaws that he makes in his argument. I mean, he says that, um, you know, Russell Westbrook made the NBA Finals, but he did it as a baby, right? Isn't that more impressive that he helped lead the youngest team to ever make the NBA Finals than it is if he made it in his prime? So that's just uh, one of his countless flaws in his argument. I don't understand like, the expectation argument. It makes zero sense. I think it is sort of disrespectful to a guy like Oscar Robertson. I thought... Um, Scott Brooks made some really uh, good quotes after Monday's game saying that, you know, Oscar Robertson's one of these players who gets disrespected in the conversation when we bring up Magic, Jordan, and and uh, Isaiah Thomas and all these players, all these great players, Oscar Robertson is often left out. And now you have Russell Westbrook joining that conversation. And Stephen A. Smith, I mean, look, there's no rationality to, 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 to back his argument. There is no argument. He's He's doing it for the sake of 
provoking discussion. He's not doing it because it's valid in any way, shape, or form. He's saying it's facts. People get to think it's hating. It's facts. It's there's no fact to be had. I, I think if you, hopefully, I think behind closed doors, Stephen A. Smith speaks with and, and thinks a lot rationally than he than he does on national TV, where he gets people like us to talk about it. I mean, look. Russell Westbrook individually, I mean, you've talked a lot about the teams that they've had. I think Russell Westbrook has been on better teams than Allen Iverson. But that aside, I mean, you look at individually, Russell Westbrook has had a better career than Allen Iverson, and it's not even close. That's not a disrespect to Allen Iverson. That doesn't mean Allen Iverson had a bad career. He's a Hall of Fame player. He's culturally one of the most important players that has ever stepped foot on an NBA floor. That cannot be taken away from Allen Iverson. When it's all said and done, Allen Iverson will be one of the most popular players ever. Still, Russell Westbrook individually has had basically a better career than anybody who's ever played in the NBA but for 25, 30 players ever. Think about that for a second. There have been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of players in the NBA. Only 30 have had better careers than Russell Westbrook. Allen Iverson might be the 31st or 32nd or 33rd player on that list. That's how tight this list is. But Russell Westbrook, when all said is, is all said and done, is one of the probably top five point guards to ever play the game. One of the most dominant players, period, regardless of position, that has ever played this game. He's not perfect, but guess what? Neither was AI. He was also incredibly inefficient at times. He was also six foot tall on his best day and couldn't defend. But guess what? He's a culturally a trendsetter. He's transcended basketball in that regard. And when people think about Allen Iverson, they don't think about the fact that he was a poor defender at times and they turned the ball over and that he was inefficient at times. But that's okay. Exactly. That doesn't take away from his greatness. And that neither should that take away from Russell Westbrook's greatness. Russell Westbrook is, all in all, a better player than Allen Iverson. We need to put more respect on Russell Westbrook's name. Acknowledge the fact that at 32, 33 years old, he's still playing at a Hall of Fame MVP level. And when you look down the list of 33-year-old players, how many of them have done that? The list is very short. So kudos to Russell Westbrook. My my genuine and, and honest advice to people like Stephen A. Smith, just watch the game. Just watch it. If you watched Monday night against the Indiana Pacers, I venture to guess most people didn't. It's a Pacers-Wizards game on a 7 p.m. on a Monday night. Most people didn't watch it. But Stephen A. Smith, do yourself a favor and just watch right. it. Kendrick Perkins, do yourself a favor and watch it. And I think you'll understand the greatness that is Russell Westbrook. Talking out of your butt, so to speak, looking at the data and just just speaking for the sake of conversation does no one any good and that's unfortunately what sports journalism has has um has become and it's sad that's a discussion not to be had but i echo everything you say anthony russell westbrook is an elite athlete talent person and and the wizards are, are lucky to have him and Stephen a smith should spend a little bit more time admiring him as opposed to just consistently constantly endlessly criticizing it's pointless does no one know good. So shout out to Russell Westbrook and Stephen A. This will be the last time you get a mention on, on Lockdown Wizards. Russell Westbrook deserves praise, and, and, and you, right. you need I, not deserve I, more attention for nonsensical comments. That's my take. Post it, publish it, Stephen A. If you want to debate on, on first take, I don't think you'd want to do that. Rationality wins, and I have it, and unfortunately your comments don't. So invite me on first take, Stephen A. I'll join. Probably won't. <laughs> Well, ben, Ben, I, I I love exactly what you just said because it. We had to talk about this before that we hate making segments about ESPN and first take, and it's just, and it's like they, what they're doing is working, right? They just want to spread what they're spreading, right? And and it just, it, you know, it got to me. Everyone knows that, you know, I'm this, you know, I, I'm a Russ guy, and, and Ben is turning into one too for sure. And Ben, 
you're hundred percent right. These guys, they, they're not prepared. They, they don't come, um, you know, really with their ammo, like that they've watched every single, you know, game or really a handful for that matter. Stephen A probably has watched a couple of glimpses uh, of Wizards games this year. Not, he probably has not sat through an entire full game and that's, that's just the reality of his life. He covers the entire league and, and, and we cover the, the, the Washington Wizards. Um, but there's a whole, there's something to be totally, totally said about it. If you're going to sit on the record and, and try and sound like an expert about a team that you have no idea what you're talking about. And Stephen A sits up there and says, says all these things and, and they're comparing two hall of fame players. Ben, like you just said, Allen Iverson, he might not, I mean, Russell Westbrook might have a better career than Allen Iverson. And that's just, to a bunch of to a bunch of people looking at the outside and we're expressing our opinions again Allen Iverson is the most he is one of the most influential people in 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 sports in sports history in and obviously in NBA history but in sports history he, he changed the landscape of of how people dress of how people um you know really you know people have tattoos and you know like players have tattoos and stuff and and, and people how people you know how players listen to music and and just what and really one of the main things that I loved about Allen Iverson was just how, how blunt and, and emphatic and how, how real he was about himself, how he was never, ever going to change himself for a second, for the NBA, for the league, for, for, for any sort of uh, political reason, for anything. He, he never did, ever did. I, I don't think Russell Westbrook ever did either. And, and, and I, uh, I commend both players like that for, for sticking, sticking to true to who they were, who they are, because, because after that finals run for Allen Iverson, Philly hit a rough patch and he was still putting up absolutely monster numbers and people were not appreciating him. Pe- people were, were, were really, really ragging on him and, 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 and giving him a, a lot of, just a lot of backlash, just like Russ gets not nowadays. Russ puts up ridiculous numbers, crazy triple doubles, and he gets so much backlash for it. I mean, the last time Steve, we talked about Stephen A is when Russell put Russell dished out 23 assists earlier in the season. And, and the only reason why we brought up Stephen A is because he, well, we actually didn't, didn't release that episode because you, because, because it was, it got to a heated, uh, a heated debate because it's just, it, it really, it gets that, that heated talking about these types of things. And, and Stephen A, you know, I mean, he says a lot of negative stuff about Russell Westbrook, which is so, so surprising because of his his guy, Allen Iverson. He he stuck by his guy, Allen Iverson, so long through his entire career. And I know that they, both of them, they had a little, little bit of a rough, rough patch for maybe, I think it was like five years of that uh, of his career. But they ended up patching things up. It just surprises me so much for a guy like Stephen A um, to really, really rag on someone like Russell Westbrook when, when they are that similar. Um, he discredits his finals run like, like it was nothing. He, I mean, but he, but he gives all the credit to Allen Iverson because he was the main option. Obviously, you know, I'm guessing if, if Stephen A was talking about Kevin Durant, Ben, he probably was, he probably would give Kevin Durant much, much more praise than Russell Westbrook. When, when we look at, on the surface, Russell Westbrook averaged over almost 39 minutes a game during that finals at 20 at age 23. I know that Allen Iverson was averaging 20, 20 or 45 minutes a game. That's, that's what Stephen A was talking about. He was 25 years old, 26 years old, actually. He turned 26 in, in June that year. Russell Westbrook was three years younger, putting up, I mean, I mean almost averaging 40, 40 minutes a game. So, and not, and he wasn't the main option. Sometimes the third option, Ben. So, 
So there, 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 there's a lot of credit to be given to, to all these great players. And, and I hate to, to be sitting here kind of sounding like we're criticizing Allen Iverson, which we should never criticize a legend like that because he's that, that great. He means so much to the game and exactly what Russell Westbrook means to this game. Russell Westbrook means so much, maybe even more to this game than, than Allen, Allen Iverson, but they both mean a ridiculous amount. Yeah. And then that, that's culture wrong. basketball to how basketball has been shaped to, yeah. to and, and just really what basketball means. Allen Iverson, Ben, when we were kids, we, we were children watching Allen Iverson. It's the same thing what we see from Russell Westbrook. They play 3,000 miles an hour. They play like it's their last game every single night. And, and, and sitting here, honestly, having goosebumps, really just like thinking about it, how these guys play. As a fan, as, someone who, as anyone who's watching, how can we complain? How can anyone sit here and complain about these guys when they are given their absolute all? When they go out there and they give their fans, they give their family, they give everyone who is, and, and themselves, they are doing everything in their power that they can do. Ben, I'm so grateful for Allen Iverson's career, and I don't want it to sound like that, that, that I'm not grateful for it. Um, talking about this segment, you know, comparing the two of them. Um, I, I would choose Russell Westbrook's career. Um, over Allen Iverson's career. I, I I hope that's not a slight to any Allen Iverson fan out there because he is an absolutely amazing staple for, for sports. Obviously, the NBA, he is one of the biggest, biggest uh, faces in the NBA, his, in NBA history. And uh, it's just, Ben, when someone means this much the NBA like Russell Westbrook, he's about to take the, 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 the triple-double crown, which is no feat to be even joked about, really. I mean, when we say... I could sit here and say that you and I will probably be dead by by the time that someone else breaks this record. I I, I don't have I I I, I really I, I truly believe that I truly believe that man I I do I mean I, hey the, the next guy might be Luca maybe Luca takes the crown right but but still it's it's not I mean almost two hundred triple doubles that's, that's absolutely unbelievable Russell Westbrook really I mean it's it, what he's averaged what he has put up everything that he does for every team that he's on. His record, um, really, when he's when he's on the floor, when he's producing a triple double, it's just it, it. I mean, it's more than not. It's a win. And and Ben, what we saw Monday night against Indiana, Stephen A. can say whatever he wants, and Russell Westbrook has probably tuned him out. The only reason why he probably hears about him is journalists and people like us. He did absolutely phenomenal. Him, Brad, Scott. The Wizards, they are on a complete, they are on such a roll right now. They are on, they're on one of the best roles in the NBA right now, Ben, Ben. And, and really uh, it's, it's, it just couldn't be better timing for the playoffs. And I just, um, you know, it's, it was amazing to, to see a historic night from Russ. Not, I mean, you know, he, he was not fixated on scoring all about dishing the ball out, all about getting his, uh, his, his teammates involved and, and securing more, possessions as he, he as he did with a career high in 21 rebounds Ben we saw such a historic night and um it, it was amazing and and again the whole the, the whole conversation with with Russ and AI are they really are they the most comparable players ever they might be <laughs> but like they I mean they're they're two Hall of Fame players 
if if one person wants to take Az's career and another person wants to take Russ's career, that's completely fine because they're both Hall of Fame Hall of Fame players. What Stephen A. did was was make it sound like they weren't really comparable. And that's and that's just what that that and that is exactly what was wrong with it, Ben. And and the the most wrong statement was is that he did not exceed expectations. Russell Westbrook exceeded every expectation ever the minute he picked up a basketball. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, there's no Russell Westbrook without AI. He's AI to Russ is what Jordan was to was to Kobe and what Magic was to Bron. I right, mean, there's right, right. it's he's the modern AI remixed this this absolute unstoppable force as AI was. I mean, look, Russ is obviously very explosive, very athletic, but he's not the tallest guy in the league, six two, six three. Yet he plays bigger than his size. Uh, as did AI. They both play through injuries. Uh, just as AI did, and I think that's a it's a perfect segue, Anthony. I mean, the AI, AI, excuse me. I mean, AI, um, Russ wasn't playing at this level earlier this year. Once upon a time in lockdown Wizards history, we were talking about Russell Westbrook looking kind of kind of sad. I mean, it, it was a, he hadn't dunked the basketball in like three months, and and he was looking looking slow and couldn't get off the floor and was missing back to backs and we were scratching our heads wondering why the hell is Russell Westbrook on the court if he's hurt and and on Monday we learned the extent of his injury Anthony I thought it was quite shocking everyone's responded online in a shocking way Anthony so let's get into that but before we do that I want to let you know about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. Anthony's favorite sport. We watch it all the time. Go Yankees. The NFL draft just wrapped up. The Kentucky Derby is around the corner. Get all your baseball odds, your basketball odds, UFC, MMA, whatever sport you watch, it's Bet Online. Use your promo code locked on. You'll get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Anthony knows I'm a big car guy. I take care of Harold, my Honda. I love Harold. He's the greatest car that's ever been. I care about him, and that's why I go to rockauto.com. It's reliable. It's low price. Why would I ever want to spend twice as much for the same parts when I can go to rockauto.com, save some money, get the same parts that I want? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. It's all the parts you'll ever need on rockauto.com. Anthony, we couldn't end this podcast without talking about how absolutely ridiculous Russell Westbrook is. We learned something pretty, pretty insane on Monday. He revealed it himself that he played with a torn quad earlier this year. He said it. Those were his words, torn quad. I have no idea what the hell that means. I'm no medical expert. When I hear torn quad, I think, how the hell did he play, play through that? He did. He looked like he was injured. I didn't think no had no idea to think, no any reason to think that he was this hurt. I don't understand how the hell you play basketball professionally with a torn quad. He did it. And, and and as bad as he looked, he looked amazing considering the injury. Anthony, what the hell do we make of the fact that the Wizards let the first let him play through this and two that he even played through this? Right. Now, Ben, really, I don't want to sound like I I knew know what I was talking yeah. about. I don't want to sound like that I predicted to... this at all. No. But my main excuse for Russ for the first 20, 30 games, my only excuse for Russell Westbrook for the first 20, 30 games was that Scott Brooks, the front office, whoever the decision was made by, was letting this man, was forcing, whatever it may have been, letting this man play 
on one leg, injured, whatever it may have been, and he was injured. We, we knew it was a quadricep injury. Tonight we found out it was a fully torn quadricep. And again, Ben, just like you said, I echo what you said. We are not medical professionals. We don't know what that means. It sounds, it sounds awful. I don't know if I can go to work and sit at my desk all day with a torn quad. Are you kidding me? He's out there playing 30, 30 40 minutes. So, so yeah, Ben, that was my main excuse early, early in the season. That's all every, every podcast that he was not, you know, playing normal Russell Westbrook basketball. I was out there saying, you know, we got to give him time. He's come. He's, he's still coming back from this injury. He's still trying to ease his way back in Ben. He just let everyone know that this was much more than just a normal, this just a random injury. This was something that he probably should have said a half a season for. He should have sat, absolutely that, that was unbelievable. This is right. I mean, like this is unbelievable that a, a, a third dude. He's not. He's not the youngest, you know, guy in the league. I mean, thirty-two year old guy, superstar guy that 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 has that has relied off of his athleticism, his work ethic. How he he probably goes crazy in the gym, like what we've seen videos. I mean, he 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 puts in so much, so much work. And Ben, for someone for a guy like this to to really put i mean that is such a risk is that not i mean like to, 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 i mean when you when you sit back and think about what he risked what he played through you have to have respect for this guy because he 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 did it all for i mean for his teammates uh you know uh, his coaches his family i mean he did not stop working he should have stopped working he should have had time off and he continued to go to work every single day and played it at the highest level possible. Ben, the guy—I mean, the guy never ceases to amaze us. And, and it, it's just—I mean, when we heard this and when he said this in the in the presser after the game, there was a there was a sort of silence right, right before the next uh, question was asked, and then and then you know everyone started asking questions. It was just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's very surprising to hear about any player like this outside of hockey really that, that plays through injuries like this. And, and, and Russell Westbrook, if you're listening to my, my man, our friend, our guy, one of our, our favorite point guard, you're the best. And, 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 and you, you impress, you, you impressed us a lot this season, man. It's, it's unbelievable what he did. I cannot believe that he played through what it had to be 20, 30. I mean, to, to the, uh, to the all-star break, it was 32 games. Right. So I think it was, it was probably that it was probably around then because that, that's when he was starting to to get back into his uh rhythm. So Ben, this was a that's absurd to learn that. I I mean, have you ever heard of another player playing through like a an injury like that? No, that I mean long? this is I mean I I tweeted it after because I I was gonna ask Russ. I didn't get called on during that press conference, but when he said he played because he tore his quad earlier, and then he said he came back and he tore his other one when he joined the Wizards. So he had like two torn quads in a very short amount of time. So when he said that, I was like, hold on, did I hear that wrong? Did he just say he played through a torn quad earlier this year? And then lo and behold, someone else posted it saying, like, I can't believe Rusty said he played through a torn quad. That's absolutely insane. I mean, it, it begs the question as to why the Wizards let him play through that. I understand that he probably ultimately has the final call as the player, whatever. It's insane that he did that. It really sheds light on the fact that he obviously was significantly injured at the beginning of the year. And 
And his play showed it. I mean, he struggled at the beginning of the year, and now he looks like a completely different player. He looks healthy. He looks bouncy. He looks incredible. He looks like the MVP player the Wizards hope to get. So he's fully healthy, and guess what? The Wizards have won 11 of the last 13, Anthony, and that's mostly due to the fact that Russell Westbrook has been incredible. The Wizards are back, ladies and gentlemen. The franchise outlook has shifted dramatically, mostly due to Russell Westbrook's play. This might be the first podcast we've done all season where Bradley Beal has gotten nary a mention. Shout out Bradley Beal. He's still on the Brad, we love you, bro. We love you. Uh, The Wizards are rocking. They're rolling. Scott Brooks looks confident. The team looks confident. And they might walk into a playoff spot and and, and beat, not beat, but face – face the Nets early on. They might even even skip plans and say, you know what, we're going to have one of these actual playoff spots. That's how good the Wizards have been, Anthony. What – a turnaround for Lockdown Wizards, turnaround for the Wizards franchise. Uh, the Wizards are back. They're fun to watch, and they're winning. They're playing winning basketball. The defense, haven't mentioned that in a very long time. Suddenly good. Daniel Gafford looks like a mini Rudy Gobert out there. Looks like what JaVale McGee should have should have been, what the Wizards hoped JaVale McGee would have become. Um, Bertans is finding his rhythm. Ish Smith rebuilt his form in two weeks. I don't know what the hell's going on with this Wizards team, but they're playing good basketball, and they're winning. Alex Len looks good. Everybody looks good. Everybody's happy when the Wizards are winning. You can tell it in our voice. So shout out to the Wizards, Russell Westbrook. This is your podcast. Anthony, anything else before we let these guys go? We got Milwaukee coming up in just a few days. And Milwaukee coming up, which starts a five-game road trip. Milwaukee, then to Toronto, back to Indiana, and then the Wizards will play two games in Atlanta against the Hawks to come home to host the Cleveland Cavaliers and Charlotte Hornets to wrap up the season. Ben, we're getting close, man. It is, it's dwindling down. And, and um, right now the wizards could not be in a better spot in my mind, really. They are rolling. They are, uh, they're hot. This is the time. This is the time to be at their peak. And, and really since the trade deadline and, um, and everything and, and, and how Russ and Brad have been playing, how their you know how their bench has been has been producing, Rui is more consistent. Ben, things are well. Things are well in the DMV right now for for Wizards fans. Things are really really well in DC. So yes, I think um, Milwaukee is going to have a tough game no matter what. I know Milwaukee's uh you know third place in the Eastern standings right now, but Ben. That's no game to overlook right now for them. Yeah, Not at I don't all. know. I, I don't have as much faith in the Milwaukee Bucks as I think maybe some people. Um, they're a very beatable team, I think. The Wizards are playing like a team. They, like you said, everybody's contributing nowadays. Once upon a time, we were talking about the Wizards as if they had the least depth in the league. But now, people are actually starting to step up. I mean, Chandler Hutchinson finally somehow found a role. 13 points on Monday in 16 minutes, 5 for 7 shooting. Davis Bertans, 14 points, 4 threes off the bench. So, uh, Ish Smith, 13 points. So everyone's, everyone's finding their rhythm. The Wizards are hitting their groove um, 11 of the last 13 have been W's and they're doing it in convincing fashion. They're beating good teams. They're beating bad teams. They're taking care of business against basically everyone. So a good test in Milwaukee, because if they can beat the Bucks, man, the Wizards are the real deal. Lockdown Wizards, we're going to thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back with you again tomorrow. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Lockdown Wizards for Anthony. We'll be right back again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.